Welcome, everybody. This is your boy, Ali Bazzi, and it's episode 69 of the Not Gonna Lie podcast. Here we go. Everybody, we are back for another episode of whatever the fuck this podcast is supposed to be. Is it comedy? Is it just me fucking <clears throat> just talking into the ether, you know? It's kind of like having my uh, my uh, own personal uh, psychiatrist, but it's myself. I'm talking to myself and, fi- uh, I mean, fixing my own problems. She's probably not the healthiest thing in the world, but that's what we got for now. So, um, yeah, man. Uh, what was it? it? Was two weeks ago last time I recorded? What a fucking idiot! Oh my god, stuff has happened though. I feel like I always have a great excuse as to why I lose a, uh, I uh, miss out on the discipline, you know. Ugh. But uh, oof. Last week, hell of a week. Let me tell you that much. Um, had some, uh, had some, uh, situations going on, you know, in the, in the personal life, but now everything is back on track. You know, your boy always ready to keep going. <laughs> I, I don't know when I picked up talking about myself. I, every time I talk to the podcast, like, I'm like, it's your boy. Whose boy? <laughs> nobody's boy. Literally nobody's boy. Okay. I don't know if it's that's like just a me problem or that ev- like <clears throat> at what time I don't remember at what age I was when I decided that I wanted to start living in a clean place. You know, I've been obsessing for the last few months about being, you know, becoming like OCD about cleaning shit. And man, it's hard. Like, like I want to freak out about things not being clean, but I just don't give a fuck. You know, it's like. <clears throat> The floors need to be swept about 70 times a day, and, like, I couldn't care less, you know? But how, like, there's always stuff on the floor. When is there no more stuff on the floor? When will I have for the, like, when will I have, be? when will be, Jesus Christ, English today. When will I be done with sweeping the fucking floor, you know? I want to finish that game, you know? If it's, like, a book or if it's something, you know, I want to get to the end so I never have to do it again. No, that's not how being an adult works. No, no, no. You have to do all these things forever. Figuring out what you're going to eat tonight. Oh, that's another one. Never stops. <clears throat> so it's always the same thing. You know, I wish my place was always clean. And I try to keep keep it as clean as possible. But then I freaking blink my freaking eyes. Everything is Everything is dirty. The floors gross. The counters are gross. There's dishes up to the freaking ceiling, and it's literally the day after I cleaned everything. <coughs> Sucks. Okay. Oh yeah. Before I start, before well, I mean, I guess it's already started. Um, tomorrow, big announcement. Hey, finally. Uh, stand-up comedy is back, so your boy, a.k.a. me, 
Oh, I look small as shit. Oh my god. Need to go back to the gym. Ah, ah, ah. I used to feel swole as fuck in this shirt. Anyway. Um, yeah. So, tomorrow, for the first time in my life, I will be performing stand-up comedy in English at uh, Yuck Yucks Calgary. It's a... Uh, It's gonna be a. I have like a seven minute spot to fill. I have no fucking clue what I'm going to be talking about. Oh my god! Last time I was on a stage to do this was like. When was it? Probably two years ago. COVID has been like. It's been what? Like a year and a half almost of COVID. Everything closed. Maybe like a couple months. In Montreal, there was like, uh, it was pretty long before I got spots when I was doing stand-up over there. But now everything's back, so uh, we are back on stage. So it's going to be Thursday, uh, August, August 5th, 2021, Yuck Yucks, Calgary. Be there if, uh, if you're from Calgary and you're listening to this, which is probably zero people. But that's fine. Um, pretty stoked about that, man. I got, oh my god, I have to, I'm gonna be all day tomorrow just thinking about what the fuck I'm going to say. In English, too, you know? Oh my god! Just freezing, you know? Uh, in front of, in front of people because I have to speak in English. So hard to think in English. You know, just just like uh, two minutes ago when I was stuttering like a crazy uh, person. Well, I feel like that's what's going to happen, and it's going to suck. <clears throat> But got to get through it, I guess, eh? So, um, yeah, that's it. Yuck, yucks. And uh, in other news, this weekend was uh, Aug August, long weekend. Oh my god. I went camping with a with a group of friends. <coughs> And uh let me tell fuck. What's up with camping? Eh? I like I, it was it was the first time in my life that I decided to go camping with some friends. Like I've had like t I've been camping before in my life, but it was like my parents telling me, "Okay, we're going camping." And like I guess In, like, North American freaking culture, camping is, like, this thing that, like, we're all supposed to like. And, oh, let's go camping. Man, it sucked. What the fuck is camping? You're, like, paying money to make your life harder. You are, you live in your home. You're comfortable. You've got AC. You've got all the tools you need to cook. You've got all the ingredients. And you're gonna, you're gonna go out of your way. You're going to drive for hours to just go do the same thing you do at home, but on a campfire instead. Sleep on a shitty mattress instead of your good mattress in the tent instead of your bedroom. What the fuck is up with camping? We, uh, I was over. I don't even know where it was. I mean, not used to being in this province. It was two hours away. Two hours away, one of those hours, you had to drive on freaking, like, what is it, gravel? The road wasn't even, like, paved to go to where we were camping for an hour. 
You know when you drive on a gravel road and you're like not getting to the place you're supposed to get? It doesn't take very long before you think, man, it can't be here. There's no way it's here. We've been driving on this fucking unpaved road for an hour. No cell reception. Good shit. No cell reception. No cell reception. Man, let me tell you something. It's 2021. Have cell phone reception everywhere, okay? Have cell phone reception everywhere. Because, because when you try to tell someone, oh, yeah, come meet me there, but it's... But when you're there, you can't even communicate. And it's an hour long on a gravel road where after 30 minutes, you think that it, it can't be there. Holy shit. So my girlfriend was on a um, houseboat trip in BC. She was doing, you know, all the thoughty things, you know, taking pictures of her, of her, hers and her friend's bottoms to put on the Instagram because, you know, that's what people do, I guess. <coughs> And then when she was done, she wanted to meet me at our camping spot. And she drove six hours back from BC, and then she, have to, she, she had to drive like two hours again to come to this camping place. But I didn't have cell phone reception to tell her, to explain to her how to get there or, or you know, the <coughs> <coughs> trials and tribulations she could come across on her, uh, on her way. Fuck, I hated it. Every single... No, no, no. That's not true. That's not true. I liked camping. Camping was pretty good. But it's ju it just felt like... All I was doing was waiting until we're eating again. That's all it was. We... we there was a river. We went to the river. We put our feet in the water until we all decided that it was time to eat again. And then we went back to our campground and cooked. And all the while, people, everyone's drink. I feel like it's just an excuse to drink. Man, it was wild. Like, I'm not a pretty, I'm not, like, that big of a drinker because, you know, your boy's an athlete, you know, need to keep in shape. <coughs> the people that I was there with, it was 9.30 a.m. First thing they did when waking up, drinking Caesars. Mm. Drinking Caesars, 9.30 a.m. Like, something's wrong with you, pal. You know, you gotta, you gotta realize that uh, normal people don't do that, I guess, you know? <clears throat> what else did you... Oh, man. Oh. Man, is water good, eh? Ah, water's so good. But yeah, wait. Oh yeah, so of course we're we're a bunch of uh, young people out camping. So we ate a bunch of mushrooms. <coughs> and not just a little bit. I've done mushrooms before and like I felt like the quantities I was eating was like pretty uh, reasonable. Man, this time it was so weird. Like we ate some a chocolate bar made of magic mush made of psilocybin mushrooms. You know, you're not supposed to call it magic mushrooms anymore because it's the regu the what now? The what? That exactly that word. Dra okay, can't say it. What? <laughs> so anyway, we like the chocolate bar. It says it have two two uh, pieces, 
and wait an hour, see how it goes, and then take more, you know? We all took four at first, plus a big mouthful of, of like, regular mushrooms. So it took about half an hour, and all we did for, like, the freaking next five hours was giggle and giggle and giggle and talk up. Man, I was being the most misogynistic fuck I've ever been in my life. There was one girl on the trip with us. Ooh, she ate it hard. She was, you know, she was high, of course, but, like, she was trying to bring people flowers and, like, show people the flowers and shit. And I was, man, I was, I was like, yelling at her, NOBODY CARES! What are you gonna do with those flowers, you know? And, like, her fucking female brain had to instead just, instead of, like, just telling me that, like, she didn't need the flowers and she just liked having flowers, she came up with, like, all the weird fucking explanations that she was gonna study the flowers and freaking learn which ones were poisonous or whatever. I had to fight with her to convince her that she wasn't going to actually do that, you know? That part was pretty fun. Ooh, the mountains were moving. We had deep conversations, you know? We were all COVID deniers. It was great. That part was pretty fun. And then... <clears throat> oh, yeah! And then... Oh, oh that was the worst part. <laughs> So uh I've uh I've auditioned for the movie Bring It On. Oh my god, this is this is all over the place. It's it's okay. <laughs> so uh camping, good, fun, but I mean you're just paying money to fucking be uncomfortable, so it sucks. Maybe I'll talk a little more about camping afterwards. But uh <laughs> so I've auditioned for the for uh, the movie Bring It On that like the fuck how many episodes are there now? It's like the seventh one or sixth one. Something like that. It's going to be filmed. The last one was uh, filmed in uh, uh, South Africa, you know. Now it's going to be filmed in Winnipeg. <laughs> A little less uh, exotic. But, um, yeah, I got uh, I auditioned for it. Uh, went through the first phase, which you had to send your the videos of your skills and stuff. Of course, you know. I'm the best cheerleader in the freaking country, so made it easy. Oh, my God. There's so many people that are good now. It's crazy. I see some people who have started cheering again. <coughs> I'm uh, I'm falling behind <laughs> real hard. Although, oh, my God. Okay. Never mind. Although, uh, I went to open gym recently, like last week. I've got all the skills still. All the skills, they're still there. Rewind, no problem. <coughs> Full up QP, two tries, no problemo. I understand many people won't understand what these terms mean, but hey, it is what it is. So anyway, Bring It On is this uh, cheerleading movie that I auditioned for. I'm 29 years old. If I If I'm picked, I'm going to be playing some fucking... 16-year-old high school student. What the hell? I shaved my beard for that. That's why I look so weird right now. My girlfriend has been weirdly more attracted to me now that I look like I'm 14 years old. So I'm not going to say anything about it. Like, I'm not going to try to dig where uh, <laughs> where that leads us. But it is what it is. What was like? Oh, yeah. So I, so I auditioned. Okay, yeah. So I auditioned for Bring It On. Made 
the first cut, obviously, because your boy's too good. Everyone knows it. But now, uh, so the second part of the edition was that we had to. They sent they sent us a video of a routine he had to recreate, and so uh, well to learn and just post like send them a video of us doing it. But we had to send that video while I was out camping, and while I was out camping, I didn't have reception. I didn't have any uh cell phone reception, so I couldn't get, so I couldn't watch the video to learn it, or I couldn't send it after I filmed it. So. On Sunday, which was the deadline, because <laughs> he's never gonna do things before the absolute freaking deadline, you know his discipline uh, is not yet there. But um, so we go, so so it's Sunday morning. We wake up. My friends start drinking Caesars because they're degenerates, and then we drive into the city. <laughs> we dr and it took an hour before we found like any kind of cell phone reception. And we stopped at this little gas station on the side of the highway. And that's where I got my phone and started lear learning that freaking bring it on routine. So I'm on the side of the highway, you know, on grass. There's like a little, um, what's it called? Like a camping side or whatever. It was only uh, for, uh, how do you call those? Mobile homes or whatever? Trailers. Not trailers. They weren't trailers. They were like, uh, you know, the ones you pull behind your truck. A no, that's a trailer home. That no, that's not how you call it. Oh, a camper. Yeah, yeah. So it was full of campers. Looked ratchety as hell, you know. And I'm just there, dancing, like learning my bring it on move. What is it? I remember it. It was like this. It went. It went. One, two, three, four, five, six. Seven, a one, two, three, four. What was it after? Oh, that. Oh, yeah. After that, it was five. Turn six, seven, and eight. Low V one. Hold two. Clap three and four. Five. Hold six, seven, eight. Clap one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, and eight. Man. Oh, wait, wait, wait. I have the thing. I have the thing. <sighs> oh, man. I know. I know. It was that good. I know. I know. It's okay. It's okay. Whoa, chill, 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 chill. <laughs> oh my god, all the things popping at the same time. Nice. So yeah, just me and my and my friend filming dances on the side of the highway, like looking the most beta I've ever looked in my freaking life. All these people driving on the highway were probably thinking that these two grown ass men were filming TikTok videos for their 14-year-old fans, you know, or whatever the fuck. Oh, I never, I've never been so ashamed in my life. The second I got the whole routine, like, from beginning to end, like, the se the first time I got it, send that one. Oh, my God. I was way too ashamed to take more, to do more takes. So, anyway, so that was part of the camping experience as well. But that's when I started 
That's when my girlfriend asked to come. Ugh. Like, like it wasn't going to be the most fucking nerve-wracking thing, you know? Okay, yeah, talk to you later. See you around fucking, I don't know, from 6 to 10. So from 6 to 10, I'm just waiting in my freaking on my freaking campsite because I don't know when she's going to arrive because she's supposed to get home between 4 and freaking 6 or whatever, and then she's going to leave at that time. Ugh, it was the worst. Not having cell phone reception is the absolute worst. It's it makes I'm, it makes me feel so, I sound like such a millennial when I say this shit, but it is what it is. I can't really survive without that shit. Ugh. When you don't have it, it feels okay, but the second you need to fucking interact with the outside world, you know, not everyone is camping at the same freaking time, you know. Anytime you need to interact with anyone out, ugh, it sucks. So much. So, uh, yeah, that was it. Camping was, uh, man, it's not all that. It's not all that, you know? Just like the, just like, you're not that guy. Well, camping is not that guy. <clears throat> Other than that, what the, what the hell, what the hell else happened? Oh, yeah. So, um, I've been watching, obviously. The Olympics for the last uh, couple of weeks, you know, that's that's all we do. You know, we cook food and then sit down and watch fucking fit, fit people doing incredible, uh, incredible uh, uh, athletic performances while we're eating tons of shitty food and commenting like that we could do better. <laughs> you know, man, the Olympics for like it's supposed to be like the like. You're supposed to be watching these people, like, do these things and just being, like, amazed at, like, the talent and the work they've put in and be proud of your nation and everything. Man, all I, to me, the Olympics every four years is, every four years is just the biggest pity party in my freaking life, man. Everything I watch these people do, every sport, especially gymnastics or or when it's um it's uh, what is it uh acrobatic skiing or diving or anything that includes doing flips i'm just like oh why didn't i do that instead you know oh my god cheerleading is going to become an olympic sport like in probably the next decade or so and i'm going to be too old you know so i chose wrong Every four year, I watch this shit, and I'm just like, what's the oldest port, you know? Like, I need to find a sport that, like, you can be whatever age. You can start at 30. It's all good. That's why I started boxing, you know? I don't think I'm going to make it to the Olympic boxing, but, like, you know, I tried it. I, I, fuck, it feels bad to feel old as shit, you know, I'm 30 years old, I feel like I'm, uh, my life's pretty much over, you know, I'm ready to clock the fuck out. <clears throat> I met this little lady on the street last time, oh, that's, that was a little while ago. It was in Calgary, I met this little, I'm, I'm walking, you know, I'm going to get a haircut or whatever, and on the street, there's this little lady, Oh my god, I didn't plan on talking about this thing. Whatever. There's this little lady. She She's old as shit, you know? 
and she stops me on the street and she asks me like she shows me this little notepad where she has like directions on how to go somewhere you know oh it was the cutest thing in the world you know she was of the generation before MapQuest, when you wrote directions to where you were going, and it was so poorly written. And she tries, she shows me an address, she tells me where she's supposed to go, and like I have no clue what Calgary, like what freaking where the streets are. So I just check on my phone, and she's like far. She is far from where she wanted to go. And she tells me she's been walking for hours and hours and hours, you know? Poor little lady. I feel like I talked. Didn't I talk about this in the last podcast? I think I talked about it. But the moral of this, I feel like I just forgot to tell you the moral of the story. The moral of the story is that I, when I ordered a cab and, like, you know, was the best person in the world, again, because your boy's Jesus. We, <laughs> we were talking about, like, the fact that she was old and everything. And she and like I told her I was like, man, I'm not no no line, no kidding. I cannot wait to be your freaking age, you know. Just to man, when people are gonna fucking not give a fuck anymore, you know. You can just do whatever the fuck you want, you know. You've you've worked your whole life, and now it's just like you walk around, you know. You, nobody gives a fuck. You can be racist. You can be a fuck. You can say whatever the fuck you want. People are just gonna be like, oh, he's old. Give give him a freaking break, you know. <clears throat> and she she told me she was play, like she was like she was like man if you get if you find a way to get to you know to to get to my age like skip forty years you should take it and I was like yeah you goddamn right I should oh I can't fucking believe that the next freaking forty years or whatever I'm thirty forty years I'm gonna be seventy that's old as shit that's but like until then. Oh, I'm going to have to wake up every morning and have drive and, you know, do stuff. I don't want to do stuff. I don't want to do shit. You know, I just want to wait until it's over. Oh, I'm ready to clock out. I've done everything, you know, everything that's cool. Now, everything that's every I feel like everything that's remaining on the checklist of things to do is things that I don't want to do. Anyway, not too insulting that my girlfriend just fell asleep while I'm recording a podcast. Oh, no, I'm not falling asleep. It's just I'm, oh, I'm laying my eyes, you know, resting my eyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, so, uh, yeah, the Olympics. What a shame, eh? What a shame. Whatever the fuck happened to that guy, eh? Did he win? I'll check. Oh, that girl, I guess. <clears throat> yeah, and weightlifting. Weightlifting. Laurel. Hubbard. Oh my god, great podcast. I'm just super. What happened with that guy, hey? Three days ago on Monday, they made news for an entirely different year. So, for people who don't know. Uh, this year in the Olympic was the first time that a transgender woman, aka a man, was, uh, in the Olympics. Oh, I talked about this last time, too. Oh, I was super confused. It doesn't even look like a girl! 
In weightlifting, a historic moment for transgender women. A sport that rarely makes headlines was at the center of the Olympics on Monday as the first openly transgender woman competed in the Games. So, a guy competed against girls for the first time at the Olympics. On Monday, it made news for an entirely different reason. Laura Alber, a weightlifter from New Zealand, became the first openly transgender woman to participate in the Olympics. She failed to complete a li lift in the first half of the competition and bowed out on the s of the second half, leaving as quietly as she arrived. Oh my god. I think that they have reaffirmed their commitment. Oh my god. So, <laughs> well, I mean, fuck, I don't know if it's better that she, so she could For the second lift, like for the for the probably the Klinenberg, she just didn't compete. She bowed out of the second half. So you're a man who competed against women, and now you didn't win. I was kind of hoping that like he would crush everyone, which would have highlighted very highly that like this is very unfair, but. Uh, he wasn't able, she, oh my god, he or she, whatever, was, uh, wasn't able to complete, uh, the requirements, and I guess it just kind of kills the story. Is there a lot more to follow? Pacing, uh, fellow weightlifter have larger steers clear of discussing Hubbard's presence. Even the American Maddie Rogers, one of the weightlifting world's most, more outspoken figure, told reporters she preferred not to comment on the subject because whatever she said would have had. A polarizing effect. True. Sarah Fisher, an Austrian lifter, 23 years younger than Hubbard Auer, was willing to speak in support. I want her to make a good lift because she had such a hard background. Blah, blah, blah. Okay. Whatever. Okay, so nothing happened with that person. Good, I guess. Didn't steal nobody's uh, medal. And uh yeah, hey, we're at uh, 30 minutes, so uh we're going to we're going to close it out on this. Um <coughs> What is this? Oh my god. Oh my god, that's the story of my life. Story of my life right there. You know, got to go to work every morning. I wish my girlfriend sings that song to me. She never does. <coughs> anyway, um, yeah. Uh, man, recently I've been complaining about so much shit, you know, not necessarily on the podcast because I haven't been recording all that uh, regularly. But, man, I, like, I've been feeling like my life was, like, so hard. And then, and then I had, like, some talks with some friends. And when – when you put your freaking problems in sp like uh, in perspective, you kind of realize that like holy shit, like your life is easy as fuck, you know. So, uh, man, if you're going through tough times, you know, just kind of, uh, just kind of realize that like some people have it way harder than you. And I know it, it's not super comforting, and like at the moment, it's pretty hard. But like, holy shit, when my friend told me like all the shit that was happening in his life, and like how, like how in a bind he was, I kind of like, 
it helped me put mush in perspective. So I guess the I guess the real the real advice is uh find someone who's more miserable than you and you'll feel fucking great. <laughs> so uh hey, thanks for listening. Uh once again, we are we are um th- this was episode 69 of the Not Gonna Lie podcast. We are on all platforms, YouTube, uh Spotify, Google Plus or whatever. And uh, tomorrow we're gonna be at Yuck Yucks Calgary. If uh, if anyone is listening to this and uh, wants to have a good time, come check it out 7:30. And uh, thanks to everyone for listening to this. And I'll see you next week. Peace. <laughs>